You're now tuned into Mikey Check Check, Mike. Check, waifu, waifu. Montel, is that you? I'm glad we finally got over the police sirens, bro. <laughs> this is episode 133 of Mike. Check, waifu, waifu. As always, it's brought to you by Lou Complex. Make sure you go to lucomplex.com. Use that offer code waifu to save on your entire cart. It's also brought to you by DontTalkShop.com. Use the offer code waifu15 to save on your cart there. Um. Shout out to our Patreon producers. You guys keep the show running, keep the show going. We appreciate you guys for supporting us for as long as you have. We have some questions that came from Twitter. Um, one of them came from one of our Patreon producers, AB Aaron Brown, Dre the Go G, Jalisa, Ked the Pro, explicitly Monique Williams, and our boy Nachi. Thank y'all so much for supporting the show for as long as y'all have. Y'all are absolutely incredible. It means the world to us. Keeps the show going, keeps the lights on, uh, for lack of a better words. This episode 133 will be filled with some Twitter questions and some shows I'll be watched since the um, the now airing list or the current season is winding down. Um, I do want to talk about like seasons and, 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 and how they function a little bit later in the show. But before we do that, I got to ask, so how you feeling? I'm good, bro. Drinking this water, feeling real hydrated, chilling for the most part. Um, you know, and I mean, I guess literally and... and and you know, metaphorically, because it's getting a little bit colder outside, which I like. <laughs> but that's gonna last like two minutes. I'm a little salty about that. Right. And colder is like it's super like it's crazy because cold to them, today was forty degrees, forty two degrees. Like that's that's normal for <laughs> it's normal for the Cleveland born. So we're like well not actually it's not normal because it is the dead of winter so it's supposed to be like super cold yeah but, Cleveland it's gonna hit like 20 mm-hmm. 15 we'll, we'll, be, we'll be grateful if we get 32 around this time of the year with wind chill <laughs> yeah, exactly. true true especially since I lived by the lake when I was up there it was crazy oh, that was the worst it had to be the worst it, the, the cold no the thing is is lake effect snow always went over where I live and went and hit, oh. like the inner parts of you know the Cleveland suburbs, but so that's dope. But I always got that crazy ass wind chill off the lake. It was nuts. <laughs> it was nuts. I hated it. Saber loved it. Yeah, though. he absolutely loved it. You ever been on Lake Erie in the middle of the winter? No. What the fuck? <laughs> no. <laughs> my oh. look. My my mom went on a cruise mm-hmm. uh, in, in the middle of the winter, uh, and it was like it was like a little little like they was drinking and stuff, and mm-hmm. it was on a yacht on like Lake Erie, and I was like, a first yacht of all, on Lake Erie. Bro, it's wild. It's wild. It was on. It was on there drinking, and I'm like, it's like my first time being on being on a boat in Lake Erie, like like an actual boat in Lake Erie, right. and they they over there drinking, and I'm just like, first of all, the fact that we got to wear winter coats <laughs> <laughs> on a boat just sound wild to me. But this is like Cleveland. I guess this is something they might do. That's wild. That is actually wild because uh, it felt it felt a little dangerous. <laughs> Feeling dangerous. This is, we're real strange. Man, well, this is an anime podcast. It's brought to you every Tuesday at 9.30 a.m. EST. Um, make sure you do us a favor. Go subscribe to the podcast. Leave a comment, uh, a, a nice rating on a review of the podcast on Apple Podcasts. 
And uh, if you listen to it on Spotify, go to your podcast app on your iPhone because I know most of y'all got iPhones. I can see the analytics uh, <laughs> and go ahead and leave us a review. We'll greatly appreciate it because that will help us out quite a bit. Um, also, our Patreon, you get access to our exclusive podcast, The After Story. The After Story is coming back soon, we promise. Um, listen, this is an anime podcast, so we got to talk about some anime. I must say, I got to ask the question, Montel D. Uh, Mattel D. Luffy, what was your episode of the week? Uh, of the few we had, <laughs> it was 100% Demon Slayer. Man, um, that motherfucker and back I, in first form, huh? It was, for real, for real. But even, um, I think even if we had more anime, this is a, a reputable, a pretty, pretty solid episode. Like, it was just some shit going on. Like, we had some good stuff going on. So, what about yours? Yeah, even with the lack of shows to watch this week this fucking demon slayer episode was unbelievable i i just can't it's what listen i don't know if this was like this in a previous season but it was something i noticed you know how people cry about you know the the forms not being quote-unquote like a physical object in in the world of demon slayer which is stupid right. by the way we will always tell you how dumb that is i'm, I'm just going to say it but with that i love i absolutely fucking love how the effect looks it's the most anime animated piece of the show intentionally and it's fucking beautiful man it's the most i guess cartoony i guess is the word i should use because a lot most of the anime is animated but you know what i mean it's extremely stylized yes. right like, it, like it has flat. that that traditional almost like calligraphy yes uh japanese art style but what i wanted to say to kind of piggyback off what you were saying about it the the elements not actually being there like when the demons comment on, you know, f- feeling or hearing, like, like for instance, in this episode, and I don't want to go too many spoilers, yeah. said something about Zenetsu. And it was like, that sound, I heard his sound, and they played the sound of, like, the, the lightning and thunder. And then said, but there was another sound as well. And I was like, if he's moving like that, and there has to be sound. Or they talk about the heat coming from the flame Hashira. Like, I don't care. I don't even care what the anime, what the, what the creator of the show said at this point. The, the elements is there. No, it's and not. It, it's not. And I love that. I love I, that it's I not. I know. <laughs> like, I know. But what I'm saying is like, like it's, it, it's just go ahead. If you, if you, if it bothers you so much to think that it's not there, just say it's there. The, the characters in the show comment on it. Just let it, let it be, bro. Just, it ain't, it ain't killing it to not be there. It's just, it's a stylistic choice for making it look even more beautiful and elegant. It makes the show, to me, in my personal opinion, this is, this is Tajay's personal opinion. It makes the show so much better for me to know that the way they visualize it is sound. I can, I can, his, his, he's like him talking about how my fever goes up. I I perform better. And that's yeah. kind of referring to, you know, I'm not going to go too much into it. We're going to do that in the second half of the show. Yeah, but yeah. it's just that, just all of that, just it feels so much better for the show as far as development goes. I'm so fucking happy it's back again, like I said, to back to his first form because I was so sick of the bullshit that they were doing. If, it's getting flashy. Yeah. <laughs> if Demon Slayer <laughs> stick to its shit like this, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Shout out to your foldable. Um, yeah, it's 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 incredible. Okay, so we're gonna start off with some of these questions that we got from Twitter. You can follow our Twitter at Mike Check Waifu and our Instagram at Mike Check Waifu Waifu. Um, I promise we're gonna be more active on uh, on the Instagram and the Facebook group. Um, you probably won't see me in there, 
but you'll see a bunch of other people that's super active in the Facebook group if you if that's your sort of thing. Uh, so we're gonna start off with Rob, aka Dad Needs to Talk podcast host. He says, "Yo, Happy New Year!" Over the over the last few days, I finally watched Super Crooks. Enjoy watching the villain's perspective. Case study of Anitas, very good, uh, an amazing ending song. Link click. Whoa, edge of my seat in that ending. And he said, I'm excited to see what's unknown in the uh, year 2020 that awaits us. Rob, absolutely, dude. Happy New Year to you too, brother. Happy New Year to everybody else Same. as well. Um, we are recording this literally on the second day of the new year. Goes live on the fourth for y'all. But yeah, man, <laughs> you cleaned up a lot like the most recent weeks. Jesus. I've got to ask yeah. Rob, if you, if you don't mind answering this question for us, what is he looking forward to the most? Um, in the 2020, because I don't think he told us last time we asked that question. But to piggyback off of that, Mr. Pancakes himself, aka a legend, D Vash, on Twitter, he says, "Uh, what are you guys most excited for this year? Could it be anime, manga, or anything personal as well?" So shout out to Vash. He's um he's a host of Anime Lately, or the CEO of Anime Lately. He's a good dude, very good dude. I appreciate his work, their work. Vash is dope. Well, all of them are dope. Yeah, super, super dope. Um, so what are we most excited for this year, Tell? Um World's End Harem, uh um, Rising and Shield Hero Season Two. Mm. Um Not Ari Ferretta. We got <laughs> Overlord coming back. Hopefully, uh Is that what you most no excited for? It's just a lot. It's a lot, lot I'm excited for, bro. It's I a see. lot I'm excited for. Um I'm not gonna say my hero because they've been letting me down, but that that cover art for season six just looks amazing. Mm. Made in Abyss. We go, I'm just gonna say that. Most excited for Made in Abyss. Uh, so for me, it's more personal. I'm just more excited about this podcast and the growth of it and to see where it goes from there. Like I, I just can't wait to see how far we can actually take this thing. Like, and I, and I know that's entirely, I don't know, selfish maybe. It's not at all. But I do feel like it's it's only getting better. <laughs> and it's only going to get better. Uh and we're gonna work through some stuff and some ideas. We we gotta have our um reintroduction three episodes soon. So <laughs> you right. guys are gonna get to know us and any of our plans that we got for the future of the podcast. But that's what I'm most excited for this year. It's just the the continued growth of of, of my check. Um let's see here. Next question comes from Hey, Crystal Light 10 on Twitter. She says, non-serious question. What's worse, Akadama Drive or Platinum End? Oof. I'd rather watch Akadama Drive over. Oh, that's a fucking tough one though, for me. <laughs> I mean, because look, hear me out. What a Pandora's Akud- box. Akudama Drive was what? 12 episodes? 13 episodes? Mm. This is a whole 24 of them things. <laughs> mm. Come on, bro. He, he just hit me with a, with a doozy there. So 24 of Platinum Man versus the 12 of Akadama or Akadama. It looks better. Yeah, it definitely looks better visually. And the fucking anime animation isn't complete poop like it is in Platinum Man in a lot of segments. Yeah, yeah, I would rather watch Akaduma. I can deal with that for 12 than Platinum Man. Man for 24. This fucking 24 is, it hurts, man. It hurts my heart. It is so bad. We had a break this week, thank God. Um, but the, the crazy thing is, is I'm not going to drop it. I'm not going to drop Platinum Man. It's bad. And I see a lot of people on Twitter dropping it. Uh, shout out to y'all for having that that kind of um, fortitude to say fuck this. But I just I have to 
I have to finish it just because, like, we told y'all to watch it. Like, (laughs) (laughs) we got to stick to our guns, you know. So with that, yeah, exactly. We got to stick to our guns and we got to finish watching this shit, even though it's fucking. Even though it's whole ass. Whole ass, bro. Spoiled milk. (laughs) Um, Oh, fuck. Yeah, that's a good one. And then, but she says, but serious questions. What are your individual and collective visions for 2022? If you answer this one uh, on the last one, I'm sorry. I just got back into town and haven't listened yet. No, we didn't actually. What is our individual and collective visions of 2022? So what's your individual vision? So, I mean, I have a couple of different things. Uh, Talk to me. Obviously, I have a baby doing March. Hey. So uh, I'm going to be a daddy of three. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously vision is to make everything a, a growth prospect at this point because uh, I got kids and a, a wife and a house and stuff I had to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm starting this new job at the gym. Hey, let's go. Um, still super pumped about that pun intended. Super pumped. <laughs> uh, so got to make sure that takes off and, you know, learn as much as I can while I'm at this gym so I can get my own business going on that side. Yes, sir. And then, you know, make that just a goal. And then, you know, just do more stuff with my wife. And I want to travel, but COVID is not letting nobody be great, at least not the people who are sensible human beings. Sensible people know they can't be great right now because we sensible. We're not trying to be out here killing people with Omarion variants and stuff like that. (laughs) Omarion variants. It's it's 2022. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And we try try to be better people out here. We're not trying to bring nobody down. Yes, sir. Uh, what, what about you, brother? Which, which, what's your vision other than what you see into them glasses? I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, because I can actually see now. My individual vision is to just again watch more anime for the show, watch different anime for the show, and just I'm staying so far away from, and even if it comes from my own, you know, my own kin, if you will, I'm staying so far away from the bullshit. Like I just, I, I, I am so good at staying away from it in the first place, but I'm doubling down on that. I'm staying away from that because it did nothing but hurt me in the past. And by hurt me, I mean just depression and all the, you know, anxiety and all that other shit. I'm staying away from right. it. I'm staying away from it and focusing on what I got going on in my circle because that is what's going to be important to me. Uh, so that is my individual vision for myself. And then collectively, as far as us as it goes, we want to just do, we want to get to the point where, shout out to, uh, so very unrelated, which is one of our favorite listeners. She says, any chance of a dream con, pa- dream con panel? Uh, one day, and that's where our collective visions want to take us, right? Like, we want to get to right. the point where we could do panels and we hear, and all, all you hear is a uh, mic check, and then we just hear a crowd say, waifu, waifu, and I say, dream con, is that you? Would be the toughest shit ever. That is, like, the biggest dream of mine, even though I'm going to be terrified and nervous. And <laughs> it's a funny story, side tangent. I don't know if y'all know this, but my brother used to be a rapper, okay? He was actually very good, and mm-hmm. he he popped off way back in the day, like 2010, 11, 12-ish, okay? Tell was like a super fan, by the way. Uh, yep. <laughs> yeah, like all the oldest music. But I, there was a moment where my brother's friend didn't make his show, and he was the one who was always the hype man. Can you believe that I was the one that was his actual hype man for that particular <laughs> I remember show. you talking about that too. It was at Peabody's. It was a, it was a Chip the Ripper show or King Chip now, whatever he's called now. But it was a Chip the Ripper show and the hype man was gone. And it was when he had, 
it, it was it was nuts. It was nuts. It was. That's not the one that I was on stage for, was it? No, no. This is one with with Eddie Pearl and 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 Nicks was there. It, it was it was wild. It was wild. Good show. Great show. Um, but yeah, it was. <laughs> I was on the stage with him. I was nervous as hell. For one, people couldn't tell who was who because me and my brother kind of looked like I guess. But yes, it was it was fantastic. It was a lot of fun. So I, I have been on stage in the public matter before and it didn't go too bad. But I also had on like sunglasses in a, in a dark uh, little nightclub. So, you know, who knows? That show was fucking fire. I have a is there a video. If you can find this video uh, points to you. There's a video on YouTube of a trailer that I made from that show. It's incredible. But uh, yeah, that was just some, some stuff like that for the collective. Right. Like I'm not wrong when I when I say that that's where we want to be at. Right. So. No, no. I also, I think it's funny when uh, Polo says stuff like, you know, him being on stage and whatnot is he's a performer, bro. No, the he, fuck I am not. <laughs> around, and I'm, I don't mean here a performer as in like, like he doesn't, he, if he has to put on that mask to oh, be the performer, true, true. he can do it is what I mean. Oof, I'm not saying like Polo, he's, he can do it. That's all I'm saying. I'm not that's saying Polo. You're right. You're right. Because how did I survive Polo, those party promoting days? And, and Polo yeah. under pressure is a whole other beast, and yes. y'all y'all haven't really seen sure. Polo under pressure. And fact. I also think that if we are lucky enough at some point to get like a panel at DreamCon or any kind in general, um, Polo and I are actually very good at like like Polo can come up with a plan. I'll write out a, I'll write out something to accommodate that plan and make it work. Yeah. Uh, and vice versa. So we'll we'll do those kind of things to kind of really make we can make things shake for if we if we were to happen to get like a panel or something. Um, and that's that's gonna come. That's gonna come with it. And eventually we'll be able to really really make some waves when we get there. <laughs> That'd be laugh. At underscore Rob J, one of my favorite follows on Twitter. He's a he's a funny dude. Him his never mind. I'm not gonna expose him like that. <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna do you like that, Rob. Well, it's not expose him because he does it himself all over his Twitter. Rob, you know what I'm talking about. Um, or maybe you don't. If you don't, I'll let you know. What's an anime you would recommend to someone who's never seen anime? So this is a good question. We already answered this on Anime for Noobs episode by uh, but. Uh, we would always say, and I'm and I'm going to speak for Tell, so forgive me, brother. But Astro Lost in Space, mm-hmm. Astro Lost in Space is always going to be the one anime I'm gonna recommend for people who hasn't watched anime because it has everything: sure. a great story, great animation, great characters, something that you know can't be done in real life, but a very interesting concept in the in the world of um like TV. Even though Lost in Space is kind of similar, the Netflix series. Have you seen that? I haven't. It's it's not bad. It's two. It's three seasons now. I haven't seen the third season, but the first two was pretty good. Um, what about you? What would you recommend? Just, that's that's the one. That's the one. Uh, <laughs> that's the one. Um, it's the only other one I'd I'd really recommend. It, and I guess it really depends on uh, the person's nature. And I, we always say this is that your recommendation should be based on the kind of person you're talking to. Yeah. Uh, but I think Ash Lost in Space is a good one overall. Or um, something like Full Metal Alchemist, or, mm. or yeah, something that's just easy to relate to and just good over, overall. Yeah, I think depth is important, though. Like, I, I do think something like Full Metal is a good one because it 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 has the depth, but it also explains that 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 world well enough, the rules of the world well enough to where non anime watchers can understand. Because we gotta understand non anime watchers coming into anime not understanding how anime can literally create rules to a world without you even knowing anything about that world 
and then expecting you to understand it because you're an anime watcher is it's a lot of those. So right. I think it's important for you like like I mean Dragon Ball Z is a perfect example. Um but there's a lot of shows that are that are that are like that. Um he's the next question he he asked is uh, when was the last time you ran full speed? Whew, shit. <laughs> <laughs> you want to see speed? <laughs> yeah, uh, I think the last time I saw full speed, I ran full speed. Um, I was putting the ki- the kids in the car, and Apollo tried to test me. Oh, so I, I I booked on him. He he uh he got a little he got a little bit he got a little bit of a head start, and I just showed him real quick. <laughs> that I let you do this. Yeah, um, I, I'm basically signed the hedgehog to him. True. Damn. Oh, last time I ran full speed was at work, and it was an apprehension. It was mm-hmm. a, it was a, it was an apprehension that I did had on somebody who was um who kind of made like made me before like he was a he was a repeat offender. So he knew what I looked like. He knew what I was. Um, he had some merchandise. It was exposed and and, and out. So I didn't even need to like be a hiding quote unquote security guard. I just had to wait for him to exit with the stuff past the registers without paying for it. And then exit the store. So I got his full entrance and everything like that. I was literally waiting all the way. I don't know how to explain this. It's like the fitting room is always in the back of the store, right? I was in the middle between the back of the store and the fitting rooms. Uh, like, I guess you can call it the main, the main middle aisles of target. Every target has a middle aisle. I was in the main middle aisle of target. I saw him coming up, to the exit and he walked past the register it literally was so far away there was no fucking way in hell i would make it if i was to like even just jog so i had to sprint from all the way in the middle of the store to the exit right when he got to the carpet portion of the exit i had to sprint full speed in order to to make the stop on him and i made the stop on him he uh he tried to run on me you know i grabbed grabbed him grabbed his stuff i said give me my shit and he left this was this was last year or the year before this was my last apprehension in Avon, so it was, yeah, last year, like okay. the beginning of the last year, February aughts. Okay, Polo isn't the full speed on. I, I used to have to book it during those appreh- apprehensions, bro. Let me tell you, um, <laughs> people they would always say it was you're so fast that I didn't even see, I didn't even see like what happened. It was just it was a blink, and it's it's always been like that for me. I've always been able to run fast. Uh, any last question he asked us is what non-anime podcast do you listen to if any there's a few for your boy what about you tell uh i'm gonna be real i really i really don't listen to any podcast outside of a uh, anime podcast but i do um like i listen to like i guess how do you talk it like tech, audio books tech videos Oh, tech video. I do, okay. I do e- ebooks, but like I listen to like tech videos like um MKBHD, put them on 1.5, 1.75, two times speed, and just Fuck just it, listen man. to them on YouTube. And <laughs> ain't nothing demon about just listening to it. But I just turn them on and just listen to them. And uh that's the closest thing. Like mostly tech tech review stuff and like kind of what Polo talk about, like the space stuff. I always I'm always on that. So I listen to Cleveland Browns Daily, which is my football podcast. I listen to uh, play, uh, uh, Sacred Symbols, a PlayStation podcast, Rebel FM, another gaming podcast. Um, every once in a while, I turn on Bad Friends with Bobby Lee and uh, Andrew Santonio. 
uh, Nerd Soup. I like to listen to Nerd Soup. That's a good podcast as well about entertainment and movies and stuff. And uh, the Tomahawk Show, which would with Joe Thomas and Andrew Hawk- Hawkins, former Cleveland Brown players that retired. Oh, Critical Role. I listen to Critical Role too. Oh, you listen to it? I just watch it on, on the internet. <laughs> okay, yeah. Great questions, Rob J. As always. Now, okay. So the next question comes Uh-oh. from one of our favorites, Panda. Panda from Worst Gym Podcast. Shout out to Panda. We appreciate you. She said, "Do you miss me, best boy from the past season?" There is a right answer. Thoughts about solo leveling ending, and something you're looking forward to in 2022. Best boy from the last season. This past anime season, yeah. So this past fall. I mean, I only got one answer for that. Yeah, me too. I think. Do I, I don't know? If, I don't know if you're gonna agree with me, but what you got? I got Prince Boji. Yeah, he's fine, but I don't. Um, he's cool. He's he's definitely cool. Shit, man, I I've watched so much. I'm gonna have to go with um, Banished from a Hero's Party or Red, obviously. Oh, Red, yeah, Red. yeah. Gideon or Red or whichever name you want to go with, he's great. He's great. Yeah, he is great as fuck. <laughs> uh, he's absolutely great. Uh, what was her other question? She also said, what are your thoughts uh, about solo leveling ending? Yeah, I tweeted out about this as well. Did you finish it? Yep. Well, yeah, it's... um. We could probably talk about it in the second half of the show. It, it's left me wanting, you know. Mm, I just, okay. It was a it was a good ending, but I just needed just a little bit more as far as the aftermath of uh I guess we can call it the turning point of solo leveling, <laughs> if you mm-hmm. will. Which was which just which was cool. Like I would have I would have loved to see some of the um some of the fight scenes play out. Um even though technically we saw it once, but like I would have loved to see how he did handled it, it handled it this time, you know, with no help. You know, I would have obviously, but we, we we can talk about that more because I don't. I feel yeah. like this. <laughs> what you what did you overall think of it overall? I really enjoyed it, and I, I felt like the way it ended was the way that he would want to do things. Uh, and oh, I absolutely I feel like, agree with that. I I feel like I wanted more, but not because it was a bad ending, but because like the kind of kind of almost like the context they gave us at the end, like the the questions that were asked and stuff like yeah. that yeah it was it was it was well done i just wanted more is all i'm gonna say to that right like yeah and that's i okay. agree i want more yeah i want more we definitely want more is is, is where we're getting in that and it's something you're looking forward to in 2022 i'm just looking forward to the different seasons i want to see what these different seasons overlord four is coming in different seasons like i can't wait for that like that obviously is something that's huge i'm looking forward to that more than rising of the shield hero to be honest because i think rising of the shield hero is just mad okay and I'm one of the outliers. I'll, I'll, I'll be alone there. It's cool. Rising of the Shield Hero has, is one of the anime that had a real strong start. Very, very middling middle. And in the super kind of predictable end. <laughs> so, like, I, 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 I just, I, I liked it a lot, though. I'm, I'm still looking forward to Overlord 4 more, though. Because it's, it look, it's looking like it's getting into his, uh, his, uh. IMAX. His gov, no, governor's, like, his governing bag you know what i mean oh okay okay yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. So, yeah it, i'm looking forward to overlord 4 probably uh ab 
Aaron Brown, aka the Ship Bibble, one of our Patreon producers and a good friend of the podcast, the cousin of the podcast. I like fairy tale. He says, "Do you find that you watch different types of shows depending on the season? Like watching more heartwarming slice of life during the winter, for example." All right, you you need to answer that one first. Um, no. I don't find myself watching different types of anime on the season. The season brings us more different types of anime. So for instance, like what what year was that? Was fall uh yeah, winter of last year was more slice of life heavy. Um the summer was more action mystery type. So whatever the like season, spring and summer. Yeah, whatever the season brings. Like I always talk about this and this goes into something I'm going to talk about a little bit later in the podcast is certain years of anime have like these these standouts. So for instance, this year is like an isekai heavy esque year, right? Would you say? Yep. So or uh, uh, a reincarnation isekai is yeah. yeah that that kind of shit. So it's like I don't f- find myself doing that more so it just being done. You know what I mean? Since we're a seasonal anime podcast, like it's just it just get it just end up being like that. <laughs> uh. What about you? You say the same thing? Uh, yeah, so I, I agree with that because we, we go with the flow of the season. Mm-hmm. So whatever the season presents is kind of more or less what we what we digest. That's um, a great question. It, if, if anything, if the seasons are more consistent with like winter having like a slice of life or something like that, then obviously mm-hmm. that's what it is. But it's not that we're necessarily choosing that path. It's more like this is our interest and this is what we go down the path of yeah. as podcasters and content right. creators. Most of the time the past chooses us, you know what I mean? <laughs> right, right, right. Because whatever the season's bringing is, is bringing. But that's a great question because like I can see people that don't watch that isn't a seasonal podcast for, for, for example that doesn't watch seasonal anime just be like, you know, it's winter time. I want to cozy up and watch something more relaxing. So I'm throwing a slice of life or I can see somebody saying, fuck man, it's summer. I want some heat. It quite literally <laughs> and then watching some action shit you know what i mean but right. i i don't i never found myself gravitating towards the mood it's just whatever catches my eye in, in whatever situation even before the podcast right like it didn't matter it was just whatever catch my eye on whatever website i'm on <laughs> you know exactly what I'm exactly but uh that's a good question i do like that question he says uh, he also asks what was your number one song of 2021 great question another great question Link clicks intro probably because man, heat that that one really vibe with me. I was I was in that intro like I'm gonna say let me find it because there was one song that I did find myself always going back to and even though I didn't like the album, period. Oh, Rainbow Bap by uh, Jaden Smith. Okay, okay, the remix. Um, let me go to my YouTube music because I use I'm one of the ten people in the world that use YouTube music. <laughs> uh, you, you get it, don't you? I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, because I got YouTube Premium. Because fuck advertisement. So, uh, let's see here. In too deep. The first a minute and twenty five seconds of In Too Deep is probably my number one song of twenty twenty one. Because the rest okay. of that song sucks ass. Um, he says. Uh, <laughs> he says Gatorade or Powerade, and which color? Uh, I'm a, I'm a Powerade dude, mm. and I, I'll probably always go blue Powerade. I'm a I'm a Gatorade dude, and I'm always go uh the what was it cherry burst fucking power uh Gatorade the white bottle. Yep. 
Yeah, that white one is the one that I like the most out of Gary. That one, it goes. I think it's cherry. Whatever it is, it fucking hits, though. It's and I don't even like cherry. cherry shit. It's cherry. I don't even like cherry shit, but that one's real good. Uh, and then the final question, I think. Yeah, here's the final question this week for 133 of Mike Check Waifu Waifu. Thank you all so, for so much. <laughs> for so much. Thank you all so much for supporting your questions. He says, any kind. Uh oh, this comes from. Vash again. He got a second question. And he says, "Any content you're looking forward to seeing? Gaming, anime, TV, movie, or TV show?" You know, I don't watch much TV, so I'm a ball out of that one. Gaming wise, though, I was actually gonna say because it leads me to a question for you: What's your most anticipated game for 2022, Polo? Ooh, man, it's so many in the month of February alone. Uh, Dying Light Two for the first half. I'm gonna say, okay. Uh, second half. I don't really know what's coming out in the second half of 2022 yet. So, so I, but dying light too. I'm looking forward to. To to answer that que- same question, I just gave Polo. Uh, first half, gonna be very obvious for me. Obviously, it's Pokemon Legends Arceus, yeah. um, which I do I, I already feel like it's gonna disappoint me, but I don't give a fuck because. <laughs> I'm going to play it. Damn it! I almost spit out my water. Uh, it's already paid for. Already set for delivery on on the day of release. <laughs> um, so that one, and then this of 2022, uh, Starfield. Oh, Starfield! That's the that's the end half of 2022. And, yeah, and that's my second favorite game company. Yeah. So yeah. I will be <laughs> tuned in for that one. Yeah. Got to make sure I get my pre order ready. Yeah, absolutely. That's gonna be incredible. Yeah, man. Thank y'all so much for supporting the question, uh, for supporting us by as- asking us the questions. We love y'all. When this content like draw this week for us, the questions come in handy. So we thank y'all for that. Much appreciated. Um, all right. So the next thing we wanted to get into is some of the stuff we watched this week. We watched some other stuff outside of the uh, seasonals because there wasn't much to watch as far as seasonal goes because the seasonal stuff hasn't dropped yet within I think the next couple of weeks there should be some stuff dropping but uh, for me I watched two shows and okay. another, and, and I started another show the show I'm going to start off with is the show I started I got it from uh, Moody Senpai she she gave me this recommendation it's called great uh, recommendations yeah she's I mean uh, not with this one <laughs> no, okay. it, it's not, it's not that it's bad. It's just I can't, I can't get into it, and it's I don't know if it was my my brain was too clogged or wasn't ready for it at this particular moment. But it, it was a anime from 2010, I believe. Yeah, it's called the uh, Tatami Galaxy. It has okay. 85 on Annelist. Yeah, it came out April 23rd, 2010. So you're not sticking with that 85 on any list? Hell, not so far. I only watched two and a half episodes. So <laughs> it's not like you about to say hell no. <laughs> I only watched two and a half episodes, and the problem with it, okay, it's super stylized. So it's, it's Devil May Cry Baby kind of stylization, which I'm already not for. But I'm not gonna let that stop me from watching it because it was a recommendation from somebody in the anime community that I respect. So I'm gonna obviously give it a shot. Right. So watching it, it's it's about some hopeless romantic getting into mischievous ways because he's a part of some fucking club. I don't know. I'm going to just tell you, this is one of the anime for the first time ever in my anime watching career. I could not keep up. I was What's literally, the name of this? 
the the Satami Galaxy. I was literally ready to put that shit in a point five speed just to slow down the fucking subtitles because they talk so fucking fast. Tell, I'm not a, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the slowest reader. I'm not. I just, I'm not. But when they, it was so fucking fast, bro. I'm like, I'm. I was pausing this shit. I'm like, if I got to pause to read, what the fuck is? I'm not. My brain isn't ready for this right now. So I, I put it down. And I also gave her a recommendation in return. And I also finished and watched another one. This one was called uh, A Town Where I Live. A Town Where I Live? Let me just make sure that's correct. Because A Town Where You Live. Forgive me. A Town Where You Live. And uh, I watched it. Slice of Life. Very pretty Slice of Life. Um... It came out in 2013. <sighs> it's okay. It's it's fucking it's it's good to a certain point. Um, and then it just it the main character makes some of the dumbest fucking decisions you ever see in your fucking life. <laughs> I was tweeting about this. So I'm like, man, yo, you gotta fucking let go, bro. You gotta let go. It's just I can't I can't be the type fucking just. And this is just personally me. Okay, I'm good. Yeah. A little bit personal. I cannot be weighted down by a past anything. Fuck, mm-hmm. fuck a past, bro. I only see the future. I don't give a fuck about nothing else but the future. So when you weighted, when somebody's getting weighted down by a past or a person in your past, I can't respect it. And I didn't respect this main character in the fucking slightest. Like it, it, Moody said the same thing when she was watching. Said, it, it, the dude couldn't make fucking decisions himself. It was just overarching a dumbass show in the end when you finish it. A Town Where You Live is, again, gorgeous, great storytelling. But the main character is so fucking stupid. Like it's, it's irritating. And it, and it broke the heart of one of the most kindest, gentlest, just wonderful characters in the show. And it just, it blew me all the way back. Like this motherfucker is an idiot. So we're we're the same on that regard. I don't let nothing from my past hold me back like that. Like it's just too it's too much work. Um, like I'm I'm even at the point to where like I'm pretty sure you know, but like um, my wife and I, Monique, we uh we were talking about how like she was talking about something like she she hates something specific, and I was like, you know, I don't even have energy to hate a damn thing, bro. I don't like it's not it's not it's not in me. Like yeah, like and that's what it is. It's Mm -hmm. like. I'll forgive you and just forget you before yes. I ever <laughs> before I ever let let that much energy go to let something hold me back. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm the same, and I, I might pick that up just because I want to kind of see I, what you're talking I about. I really wish you would, dude. I wish if you can, it'll it'll make me so happy if you can watch this for me because I need to know that you feel the same way I do. Because I'm just sitting there like fucking stop. I'm, I'm out loud. I'm watching this shit at my computer. That's where you see me right now. If you're watching the video version of the podcast, because you got early access, because you're a Patreon supporter, I'm I'm sitting on my computer like fucking stop, bro, stop, just stop, let that shit go, man. It's fucking. I, I called him spoiled milk because he was just he was so fucking. The more the more the show went on, he just turned worse and worse until he was fucking curdled milk. It was just awful. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't stand the, the character. Even some situations, it was like why? Do, why? Why is this even happening? Like. I just I hated him. I can't stand him. But it's, it's it's a good show. Like it's a good show. It's well written. It's just so, so the the story the show itself is good. It's, it's just you don't like that character. Good. That character yeah. himself. You would put anyone else in that position. Man, <laughs> just listen, not him, bro. Listen, it's not even like it was a tough decision. You know how my team of romantic comedy, our guy, 
had a tough decision. It was a hard hitting decision because it was just this one wasn't even hard. I mean, in my personal opinion, I don't give a, I don't give a fuck about somebody who played Houdini on me. I mean, fucked up. I'm mm -mm, I'm next. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would listen, right. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen. <laughs> I mean, you know better than anybody. It's right. It, ugh, ugh, I, the frustration is coming out. Okay. I feel you, brother. I feel you. And then lastly, but not leastly, the last thing, I'm just covering, covering what I watched so far, and Intel's going to cover what he's watched. Last but not leastly, I picked up another one of those. Um, it was around that time where those, again, those battle anime came out in high school. <laughs> yeah, another one of those. Was it good, Tell? Take a guess. Was it good? Um... Yeah, it was great. No, great. No, it was, it was <laughs> terrible. It was absolutely terrible. Which one? <laughs> this one's called Unlimited Fafnir. Now, wait, I might have watched this one. <laughs> yo, it started off good. The concept of it was really good, but then it turned into complete shit out of nowhere. Um, the concept is, is the, it's this world where dragons um came to this world, and then when dragons came to the world, females got this thing called like I don't I don't know what they called it. Rokons or something like that. It's like a tattoo of a of a dragon symbol on their body, and that gave them the powers of a dragon, like partial powers to summon dark I, matter. I, I didn't watch this one. Summon dark matter and give them like some special abilities, like the dragons have. the The problem with that is that the dragons that came to the world have to find their mate, and their mate is one of the girls that have the tattoos on them. Unfortunately, so but with one exception of one guy in this entire world having that tattoo of a dragon. He's a D user, they call him. He's one guy that goes to this all-girls school, obviously, because the girls go to the, the school of the D users. <laughs> and they fight, and they kill the dragons that try to come and basically turn them into dragons. So he's there. He was he Because he was a D user, the only, D, only male D user in the world, he... He joins the military at a very, very young age and becomes their best assassin. Um, his ability has like one of the strongest dragons that he can communicate with. Basically, he tells him, hey, I want destruction power. And the, the dragon says, OK, I'm going to eat a part of your memories then. Cool concept. Shows execution. Awful. God awful. Terrible. Um, mm -hmm. It slowly starts to turn into this weird fucking. I don't know. It's just it's just bad. Terrible animation, too. It's just awful. But I finished it because I, you know, whatever I was, I'm starting, I'm finishing, I'm trying to anyway. Came out in 2015, so it was around the tail end of that year where all those uh, battle school anime were coming out. Like, this was just something that kind of scraped in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, right. it's not good. Unlimited Fafnir, don't watch it. And with that, Mattel, D. Luffy, what do you got for okay. us? We're not watching Unlimited Fafnir. No, no. Um, so... I watched something that I thought would have been good. You ever uh, played the game? Uh, what the fuck is this game called? You know, if it's a game anime, it's probably trash. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> the World Ends With You? Yes, I love The World Ends With You. The game? Mm-hmm. That's one of my favorite DS games. <laughs> yeah. They should have left this shit on yesterday, huh? <laughs> yes, yes. Yes, they should have. I love, look, so hear me out, bro. I'm going to go down the list of things that kind of bother me. I ain't going to talk about the story too much because the story is too revealing. Um, I'm just going to talk about one aspect of the story. Because, well, you play the game, so yeah, you know. Yeah. But I'm, I'm not going to spoil it for people who haven't or might want to watch this. Um, this is this came out in 2021. 
and I'm gonna recommend not watching it. <laughs> just um, play the game. Yeah, just play the game. Uh, it's on Switch. Basically, by the way. basically, uh, our main character uh, Neku, uh, he comes into the world and, and into this 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 alternate world um, where he has like amnesia essentially, and he's trying to navigate his way through this world and whatnot. But my issue overall. It starts to begin with his personality and how they do the pacing for this show. I felt like as, as soon as I'm watching this, I'm like, yo, the the actual game for this is probably amazing because there's so much context they could give, yes. so much detail, World so much... Building. Yeah, so much world building. And in this, there's like <laughs> no world building. Oh, no. <laughs> That's the most the important pa- part. The pacing is trash. They get through they get through probably like seven days in the first two episodes. And like the way they get back to how these moments happen is like very abrupt and like mm. it's it's just kind of it's kind of bad, bro. Um, that the sound design though, that's was 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 high quality. That's important it was, for the game it, too. It was it was rock and roll, uh, music a lot of the time. But like I like rock, so it was like really good on that aspect. Um, the all the characters, not all the characters, the the voice acting because I watched it in dub was like kind of ass, bro. Mm. It was it was kind of bad because they probably um, used a video game people which did they, they probably, because I don't like know, i didn't watch it so the the one dude who was supposed to be like this hip-hop rocker dude his voice was just like the stuff he was saying like i was just like i can't believe they put these lines <laughs> it was just so bad <laughs> it, was, it was so cringy but uh yeah bro the pacing was was off the the only good part about it was the ending where you kind of get like that reveal to like some of the the characters like intentions mm-hmm. and what their goals were that shit was like i was like oh, okay i kind of saw this but also like like it was predictable but it was good yeah like it was still interesting to hear like the context and understanding i guess more or less but overall i'm still gonna say don't don't watch this joint this this was not it yeah the game um, for those of you who are uh aren't aware if you got a nintendo switch it's actually on nintendo switch like remastered so I, I would recommend the game. Don't probably don't watch it as far as Tail Words is concerned. So and, and visually, like the two D animation of it. So, all right, for the most part, the two D animation was really really good. But there was parts where the frame rate just went kind of like like you could tell they got they made it choppy because it wasn't like supposed to be their high end battle animation. Mm, um, just and like, like the game, to be honest. <laughs> then they had three D animation that was like just just ass cakes it was bad <laughs> um not the good kind of ass cakes but it was no, just bad yeah. and then and then they had like one 3d animated fight where there there's a 3d animated character that was like kind of good and i was like okay like, they do know how to do 3d animation square enix you know how to do this of you, course. You're, you're a video game designer yeah. you know how to do 3d animation and they had one scene of good 3d animation and i was like this is stupid <laughs> you can do this we know you can yeah. <laughs> we know who you are <laughs> So you made Advent Children, <laughs> <laughs> but dude, if you go back and look at it now, it don't even look as good as the uh, FF Seven remake. It's, it's just so wild, it's so wild. What else? It got? looks it, it looks better. That's that's all. I, uh, that's mm. all. That drained my soul. Clean. Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna put out a challenge to our our, our listeners. 
So, I mean, the best way to communicate with us is on Twitter at Mike Check Waifu. That's the quickest way to get in touch with us if you want if you want to participate in this. But I would suggest, just like a, a, quite a few listeners have done in the past, like Rob J and, and Moody, just recommend some anime to us. We'll let you know if we've seen it, and then we'll give it a watch this week because it's not. I'm gonna be honest, with not a lot, not a lot coming out. So, if you got any any shows that you want us to take a look at. Just uh, just hit us up on Twitter at Mike Check Waifu, and then we'll filter it out to to obviously me and Tails, and we'll we'll go through it and we'll take a look because uh, I'm interested to see what you guys are what you guys are liking um or have liked in the past, and go from there because I think that'd be a, that's a dope idea. We'll pick one of the shows from uh from each person. So let's say let's say uh, Rob J gives us gives us one show and Crystal gives us one show. It'd be me picking Crystal show and tell picking Rob J's show. So just recommend a show to us and we'll we'll see if we can watch it. If we can't watch it, we'll we'll share it ahead of time before we start the show next week. But I think that's a good idea yes, for sir. for one uh one thirty four. So make sure y'all at us at Mike Check Waifu and give us a show to watch and we'll and we'll see about watching it for you. Um and with that, let's uh get to know Mike Check Waifu Waifu. Take this quick break and come back with some spoilers. Um it's my turn to roll the random number generator. Tell turn to read the question. So I'm going to roll a random number. Tell's going to read me the question associated with that number. And you're going to get to know us a little bit better as hosts. So without further ado, let's do further. The number is 26, my favorite number. Best anime villain. I say this all the time, and I'm going to forever say this all the time. Madara Uchiha. Boy's a demon. Make sure we delete that question too. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think because while I agree, I also think that sheesh. He he's definitely yeah. I'm trying to think of stuff. Yeah, we're gonna go with Madara. Yeah, because I also I agree. Madara. It's unbelievable. The only only worst villain I've ever seen in anime is the actual writer of Madara. Because <laughs> they did hold him. They definitely did hold him. Like, the moderator before that was amazing. Absolutely. If he had the opportunity to be what he should have been, Naruto probably would be called one of the greatest anime of all time. But he was done dirty. There's a lot of a lot of wrong with the writing in the uh, Shippuden era. But other than that, I still think he was dope. I For sure. His uh, idealistic manners, his fucking monologues, his reasoning, his planning, his fucking just demon his capability. Presence. His, yes, his fucking presence. Shout out to the English dub voice actor who made his presence everything, to be honest. I'm going to be real with you, because in subbed, this is one of the sub versus dubs that I say the dub is actually better when it comes to Madara, and it's just un- unbelievable talent with um with his voice. Yeah, alright. When we come back, we are going to spoil Demon Slayer. And that's pretty much it. That's all we got, really. Solo leveling. Solo leveling. I'm tripping. Yes, the ending of solo leveling. So we're probably going to start off with Demon Slayer and then go right into solo leveling. So if you haven't, make sure you check out solo leveling. It's a great show. Um, also, they uh, they leaked that a, an anime is coming soon. So we'll see about that. All right. Uh, we'll, be, <laughs> we'll be right back after these. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
Episode 133. Yeah, my yeah, check. <laughs> I don't know how I forgot that fast. Uh, we are back to talk about Demon Slayer first, and then we're going to spoil solo leveling in, in its entirety. But Demon Slayer episode four of the Entertainment District arc. What do you think? His wives. <sighs> my check. <laughs> my check waifu waifu demon slayer is that you yo they they shaped like a hey come here <laughs> hey hey come here demon, demon slayer wives are the number one waifu of uh demon slayer period yeah i, I see these wives is, is, is cold but um this this episode in general just as a whole was better mm-hmm. um this is back to the the, the little more pacing. Yes, uh, they didn't really like. They didn't dawdle around too much. Yes, bro. Yes. So even, this even the dips into the past to get understanding of the present was incredible, right? Like mm-hmm. learning about you know the, their shinobi and and how they operate was incredible. Even though we didn't get a lot of it, we got just enough so they can do a little bit more of that in the next episode. And it was done mm-hmm. properly, unlike season four of uh My Hero. <laughs> it was incredible. Yeah. And um we kind of start off with uh 
what was it? It was uh, Inosuke. And Inosuke running around doing his, trying to find everything. Or, or no, that wasn't it was, exactly it, it. No, it started off with Tanjiro and his fight against yeah, Old Girl. Yeah, it, it, it went to afterwards. So Tanjiro and his fight and him trying to figure out the, the king, not him trying to figure out his uh, fire breathing mm-hmm. uh, technique, his... Hinogami Hinogami Hakura Yeah something like that Kagura Hinogami Kagura Something yeah. like that um, But it was just he, We're getting explanation On how that works mm-hmm. And And how How it affects his body And His Him even understanding That he's not Well He's not tuned To water breathing Right That's that's not his That's not gonna be his go to Or he's not tuned to fire breathing Well he's not he, He's not He said he's not as good at the water breathing, that's that's what he's like, not as good at the water breathing as he is at the fire breathing. At his, oh, he I thought he was backwards. That's my fault. That's my fault. Yeah, okay. he, he's not as good at the water breathing as, as he is at the Hinogami Kagura, but the Hinogami Kagura takes a lot out of him. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I think you're right. And and they uh, we saw like and that and that was part of the explanation as to why his sword is black because he, they said the reason his sword is black is he doesn't understand what style he should use. Mm. But if he sticks to what he's, you know, yeah, his to, main style, uh, yeah. his his family style. Yeah, him training under the uh, the former water Hashira was probably the bad move, a bad move for him, right? Because now he's in a situation to where he he's using the water form, and it's just it wasn't, it's not enough essentially to compete with what he has to deal with now, which is already mm-hmm. up. And welcome back to episode one thirty three. Yeah, my yeah, check wife. My check. I don't know how I forgot that fast. Uh, we are back to talk about Demon Slayer first, and then we're going to spoil Solo Leveling in in its entirety. But Demon Slayer episode four of the Entertainment District arc. What do you think? His wives. Oh, my check. <laughs> my check waifu waifu Demon Slayer. Is that you? Yo, they they shaped like a. Hey, come here! Hey, <laughs> hey, come here! Demon, Demon Slayer wives are the number one waifu of uh, Demon Slayer. Period. Yeah, I, I see these wives is, is is cold, but um, this this episode in general, just as a whole, was better. Mm-hmm. Um, this is back to the the, the little more pacing. Yes. Uh, they didn't really like they didn't dawdle around too much. Yes, bro. Yes. So even, this even the dips into the past to get understanding of the present was incredible, right? Like mm-hmm. learning about, you know, the, their shinobi and, and how they operate was incredible. Even though we didn't get a lot of it, we got just enough so they can do a little bit more of that in the next episode. And it was done mm-hmm. properly in like season four of uh My Hero. <laughs> it was incredible. Yeah. And um we kind of start off with uh, what was it? It was uh, Inosuke and Inosuke running around doing his trying to find everything. Or, or no, that wasn't it was, exactly it, it. No, it started off with Tanjiro and his fight against yeah, Old Girl. Yeah, it, it, it went to afterwards. So Tanjiro and his fight and him trying to figure out the, the king, not him trying to figure out his uh, fire breathing mm-hmm. uh, technique, his. Hinogami Hinogami Hakura Yeah something like that Kagura Hinogami Kagura Something like that Um, But it was just 
we're getting explanation on how that works mm-hmm. and and how how it affects his body and his him even understanding that he's not well he's not tuned to water breathing right that's that's not his that's not gonna be his go-to or he's not tuned to fire breathing well he's not he, he's not he said he's not as good at the water breathing that's that's what he's like. not as good at the water breathing as he is at the fire breathing at his, oh, he, I thought that's my fault. Yeah, okay. he's he not get the water breathing as, as he is at the Hinogami Kagura, but the Hinogami Kagura takes a lot out of him. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I think you're right. And and they uh, we saw like and that and that was part of the explanation as to why his sword is black because he, they said the reason his sword is black is he doesn't understand what style he should use. Mm. But if he sticks to what he's you know yeah his to, main style yeah. his his family style. Yeah, him training under the uh, the former water Hashira was probably the bad move, a bad move for him, right? Because now he's in a situation to where he he's using the water form, and it's just it wasn't it's not enough essentially to compete with what he has to deal with now, which are mm-hmm. the uppers and lowers of fucking Michael Jackson's team is uh, <laughs> his team full of demons. So it's like I, I can't. I can't I can't blame him for wanting to try to to do better. You know, Yo, that just better. made that just made me think about that Twitter post where they was doing like the lookalikes yeah. of, the, of the world. Yeah. It, it was it was Michael Jack. It was like thirty different Michael Jacksons. And I was like, how, how y'all forget the Michael Jackson Transformer, man? <laughs> right. But yeah, no, like what, what Polo just said though is one hundred percent facts. Uh, you know, he shouldn't really have been training under the water style, but that was his introduction. Yep. And now he he uh, he has that opportunity to kind of learn and understand his original style. Can you um, imagine? Just just rewind a little bit. Just take. I'm gonna take you to a place, okay? Let's let's go to a place. Just Cute think, music. Just think about if what if his father didn't die from terminal illness, and his father was able to teach him. Because it was sun form, it was a sun breathing technique, right? Mm-hmm. Was able to teach him that that form. Can you imagine? Because we heard from you know uh, Rengoku's dad how fucking powerful the sun form is. It's the original form. It's the original fucking form. Can you imagine how strong Tanjiro will be right now? That's why they try to put him down. Yeah, I guess that's why we wouldn't have a show if it did. He'd just be the OP character, and I guess he'd just kind of run through shit, but. I think that'd have been so dope, so dope to see. And I, I do think what they're doing with it though is kind of dope. Facts. It's like because his father isn't here, he has to go back through memory because his father did teach him the dance, mm-hmm. but he still has to kind of understand that that dance is a combat form. So. Yes, yes, and and put that into into action. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad we have Demon Slayer. And I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this forever because again, it's the reason why this podcast is here. For one, and it's just, it's just, it just, it feels so good to talk about, especially when episodes are like this, because it was so well paced, so well done. Like, I mean, going to that Inosuke part when he was in that house looking for the demons' hideout, and then when he finds it and gets underground and see, you know, everybody, quote unquote, caged up into the uh, the demon bill or whatever he called it. I just and watching him fight made me remember why I did like him better than than Zenitsu. He's and, fucking incredible, man. And, incredible. And that, that whole moment was arguably 
to me better than watching Tandro fight. And I, I'll say that because what oh, happens in that specific moment, well, I'm I'll say almost. I'm not saying it exactly is, but what I'm saying my point is more or less is that that's where things kind of start to pile on, right? Yeah, like, we we got um so we got Inosuke in there fighting and he's mm-hmm. kind of going off. Like and not not necessarily going off, but we see off. that we see that the the upper six, her her belly band or her her band essentially is um a sentient demon as well, is its own demon, right? But she has mental control over it and she's telling it, you know, eat as many humans in there as you need to to make sure you kill you know, you get what you got is just save the most beautiful ten or whatever. And uh and obviously Azui's wives is in that top ten. Uh, <laughs> top one, but and two and three. To be honest. <laughs> what I'm saying, bro. But no, all right, to get off that horse because she's um No, nah, I'm gonna get on that horse. All right, sorry. <laughs> but uh the 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 beauty of that scene for me outside of Azui's wives is the fact that <laughs> well done, I'm, killing, well done. I'm, I'm killing Polo. Uh is so we have Inosuke taking action, figuring out what's going on. So Hold on, can I pause you real quick right there though? When he fucking when he threw his swords and kicked the motherfuckers back into his hands, this dude is he's so dope, man. I'm sorry. Yeah. But more or less I liked the understanding that Inosuke has. This is like better than we got in season one with Facts. Inosuke. Because he's talking his way through. He's like, I can't cut this scarf right now because of the way it's bending or I can see that there are multiple people stacked throughout the scarf he's he's thinking this and we're getting it quickly it's not like long overdrawn explained yes. scenarios about this he's like this is what's happening in a moment action action to do it yes. so that, I loved it and then um, he's getting he's getting kind of in a tough situation and we see uh, kunai and, 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 and ninja knives hitting the uh, Hitting the scarf and pinning it down, and we're like, "Oh shit!" Or in my head, I'm like, "Oh shit!" Ozzy's here, yep. and nope, it's his wives. Two yep. of his wives popped up. Yeah, because we they even gave us an example of how it was working. He was cutting through and separating the belt from, I guess, its sentient self. So some of the you know regular regular girls popped out. And then when we noticed that, then we just saw him going off and just cutting everywhere. And with that being said, that's when we when we find out that he cut, you know. Asui's wife is out of the trouble, but incredible fight because realizing that his, like the demon or the belt, realizing that Inosuke's fucking instincts are just unbeatable. I just love the way they separate the three characters with how they describe how they fighting because they got, unfortunately, Tanjiro in this particular situation is his persistence. He's very persistent when it comes to fighting the main upper six. Then you got Nosuke with his incredible, incredible instincts, obviously, with his beast form. And then right. when, after that, our boy comes through, Zenetsu comes through, fucking doing Tails' favorite shit. Thunderclap flash while he sleep. He's the most incredible fucking character when he sleep. But that's a damn shame that he got to be sleep to do it. And that's why he's one, of the, worst. <laughs> that's why he's one of the worst characters in the show. But when he comes through and does his fucking thing, it's incredible. He bounced over that entire room, cutting everything. It was so live, man. It was incredible. Incredible. And and I also thought about one of Azui's wives in that scenario because like when his one wife is very emotional and crying oh, the whole time. I love it's her, so though. cute. It's, it's so, so adorable. Yeah. And then the other wife is like tough and 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 you know, she's tough. Yeah. She, she she's the much more 
like what seemed like more much more traditionally trained mm-hmm. uh kunoichi but after zenetsu does his thing his thunderclap and flash uh sixfold cuts up all these pieces of scarf uh that's when we get the explanation we was kind of talking about earlier where the demon is like well i heard two sounds one of them was his thunder what was the other one it like was it did was it the thunder and and the, and the lightning or whatever or whatever and boom we hear the boom and this is the same boom that the original upper six demon was talking about when she was talking to or thinking with tandro so it kind of all co- kind of coalesces together the one thing you almost missed is the fact that she mentioned what was that is that wind and then whew, is when he comes through that shit was incredible man Ugh. See the fact yep. that they that they're 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 visualizing what their forms are without even necessarily it being a tangible physical object in the show. Which right. again, those uh, you think of Avatar, that fight those fighting styles that they have in Avatar, the water bear bending, the air bending, and how those are all different fight styles, it's essentially just like that, minus the fucking element. And it makes it just as incredible to me, in my personal opinion. It's it's beautiful. Um and what I, my, one of my favorite parts about this is how they kind of stacked all of those moments we just talked about kind of coming together made this whole like string of scenes great. It, yes. There was no point, there was no like downer moment. Like everything was just consistent. Mm-hmm. And I love that kind of pacing for this episode. It was, it was top tier for that alone. Um, but I'm, I'm not saying like that was the only reason, but I'm saying that, uh, no, that I, alone I made this episode high quality. Right. But um they also the way they kind of and they did this with Rengoku, the presence of the Hashira uh, feels inspiring. Him coming through did not just feel like Zenetsu, Inosuke, or Tandro popped up. Mm-hmm. I agree. It felt it felt like you know the boss is here. It feels like it, it, felt, it felt like a demon <laughs> coming through. Like it, you can feel his like his aura. I guess you want to call it. It's just fucking yeah. his ability. You can feel ooze out from his just his movements. Period. Like it was just fucking incredible to see, unbelievable to see. I thought this is one of the better episodes since episode. I don't know, whatever fuck y'all want to consider the best that, episode. That long episode one. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was incredible. It was just incredible enough for me to say, Demon Slayer's back. And it's back, baby. <laughs> it's back, baby. And there's no way it can go. I don't think it can go backwards from here. I don't. Not, not right now it's, it's in the heat it's, it's in, the, in heat. the thick of it yeah and it's only 11 this arc so we should it should be straight heat from here I'm excited mm-hmm. until until the end of it I'm so fucking excited yeah, I can't that's wait. a lot of episodes of heat back to back <laughs> yeah that's what I was saying like the build up at first was kind of eh but then I'm like is it going to continue to go so like this and then at the end of the uh, episode before this one I'm like oh okay yes now we're going you know what I'm saying so and, and he did end this episode with it's about to get flashy. It's about to get flashy. That's just live. Yeah, it's about to get live, man. I can't wait. I can't wait. All right. Now wraps up Demon Slayer. Now on to one of the uh the manga we read, we've been reading throughout the years of my check waifu waifu has finally come to a close, which I didn't think I was probably even ever see. But it's done. Solo mm-hmm. Rebel. Is done. I, I'm gonna just I'm gonna start off with the very, very, very back end of it, and the letter that the creator of Solo Leveling wrote was nice. I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. Did you get a chance to read that? Yeah, absolutely incredible letter. Um, he gave thanks to everyone that supported. Yep, yep. And it's just it's unbelievable. Wow, it, that? Seemed, it was it was extremely humble. Yes, very humble. 
And I I enjoy seeing that. It's like Yoshi P, which is the uh, creative director and the creator of a final or a director of Final Fantasy fourteen. He he does an amazing job of that too, and just being so humble. Like this motherfucker created one of the biggest MMOs of all time. And he's just so down to earth and so chill about it. And he's also the creative director and the director of Final Fantasy 16, which they just had to delay, even though they never gave an announced date. Yeah. He humbly said, I'm sorry, but it's not, we're not going to announce anything until the middle of 2022 instead of the beginning, like we stated before. So, Same with Sakurai and Smash Bros. Very great, humble. Yes. And, and, now, and just to kind of go off that point, you love when a great series or something that's this big has a, an ending and someone who did an amazing job is kind of just they're giving props to the the watchers the listeners the viewers um the players mm-hmm. um and their entire team and yep. taking almost very little credit for it even though they they had so much correct cr- creative and direction Facts. in this you know they created the shit <laughs> like every written everything it's incredible it was incredible overall um, my personal opinion, I thought Solo 11 was probably some of the best shit I've ever read and seen. It's something that you can even just the art and the in the writing alone. You can visualize the fights. You can see those tense moments that, that happened when it came to uh, Jin Sun Woo. Jin Sun Woo. And you can just see and feel like the power or the lack thereof power throughout the reading of the entire uh, webtoon or manga. Yeah, it was incredible. Yeah, and- Jin Wu was amazing through and through. Yeah. And uh, the way the way it kind of ended was, like I said, like, like I kind of said before, it was the ending I think made sense for the character. Yeah. Because this is not some typical, atypical character who is like, uh, He's he's a thinker. He, right. He's 100% a thinker. He He's overpowered in every aspect of like being the physicality of it, the magic of it. But he's also a thinker. And that was that was the beauty um, of kind of like this ending to me is that like he 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 thought about how he wanted this to end. And it was in a caring manner for like all the people he loved and thought about. Mm-hmm. So I, I did. While I, I did want to see like kind of like with Polo, so I would have loved to have seen that second fight uh, kind of played out more. Mm-hmm. Uh, the actual way it happened uh, for Jinwoo was like, I, I can see this. He he handled this in a much cleaner, simpler, easier way now that he's had the 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 memory of it. He knows what, what he's going up against. Right. And I'm going to just say this. It, it ended in a rush. You can tell it was intentionally like, yo, let's get this shit done because it, the way they did it, it was, it felt, I'm going to be honest with you. It felt rushed. Like they needed to get these yep. few chapters done because the chapters got shorter and shorter. The chapters, I didn't expect it to end exactly. like that fast. Yeah, it, exactly. So it, you just didn't expect it to end, but that's not to say that that end was by any means bad because it wasn't, it wasn't a bad end. It just felt like it could have been going on a little bit more with a little bit more like official closure or even what happened because he was in this fucking this uh dimension for two years or two real world years but he was in there for what hundreds of years or whatever the fuck it was i don't it I, was 27 years 27 years or something like that it felt it was insane 27 years passed but he it was crazy we could have got an expert we did get a decent explanation on the uh the cup of resurrection and and what that power was about i just i wanted more when it came to those um those beings, those gods, you know what I mean? 
the monarchs yeah. and the, the rulers. No, the rulers, yeah, the rulers specifically. I wanted to know a little bit more about them too. Like they just kind of came from came from the depths of what they dropped hints about throughout the entire series. It just came, but they didn't they didn't really get to establish themselves how I feel like they should have. But well, overall, great. I, I was gonna say one of the things uh, that I kind of felt about the ending is how they placed the fact and the idea that he can be moved to a new world. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm I, I'm not saying that the, the creator has any intention, but he did leave it open, or they left it open to the concept that should he be needed elsewhere, he could go, and. Should the world be threatened again, he will be there, or at least he will try and be there. He has intentions for being around his family and loved ones. Um, now, I think the monarchs made it clear that the rulers are still very. Uh, they they're not necessarily um, like all good. Yeah, of course. Right, like because the whole setup for this was for the monarchs to be fighting amongst each other and the rulers kind of set set this up in the beginning mm-hmm. um so i do think that we could get more uh i'm you're now tuned into mike just like the life 